Salvation is a free gift. I'll make my own decisions. What a stupid thing to say. Lord, I need you every day. I am going to make some people really mad on this one. I know it, but bear with me and listen to what I'm saying. The Bible doesn't call it a free gift in the original text. That's added into more recent translations. The Bible, however, does say that we can't earn our salvation. And that the debt is paid for, as in atoned for. Let's look at Galatians 4 together. Galatians 4, verses 3 through 6. So also, when we were under age, we were in slavery under the elemental spiritual forces of the world. But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption to sonship. Because you are his sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, the spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave but God's child, and since you are his child, God has also made you an heir. I don't think free gift means the same thing as they're talking about. Nowadays, free gift means you got something free and clear. It was something that was given to you. Hey, it was free. But are, do we realize the worth of things when something is given to us for free? A gift that was paid for has much more worth than something that wasn't paid for. If I had this, if I had this pair of earrings and I wasn't using them and I give them to you, it's a free gift. Well, you know, you might put them in your jewelry box. Oh, it was nice of her to give those to me. And they just sit there because they're really not your thing, but it was a free gift, so you keep it, and that's how that goes. But if those same earrings come to you by the sweat of my brow, if I work for three months straight and work very hard to pay for these really expensive earrings for you because I want to give you something of value, I give them to you and when I give them to you I tell you how hard I had to work to get these for you 
you might actually appreciate the value of those earrings. And even if they're not your cup of tea or you don't really like them or they're not your favorites, you might wear them here and there because you know how hard I worked and how much time and effort I put into giving you those earrings. First Peter 1, 14 to 21 says this. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in, in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. Since you call on a father who judges each person's work impartially, live out your time as foreigners here in reverent fear. For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Through him you believe in God who raised him from the dead and glorified him, and so your faith and hope are in God. Freely given is not the same as a free gift. Strong's Concordance says it like this, a gift without repayment. NAS Exhaustive Concordance says the word origin is didomai, freely, gift, needlessly, without a cause, without charge, without cost, and without paying. Thayer's Greek lexicon says, without just cause, and unnecessarily. Let that one sink in. The word charisma means gift of grace, and that's used in Romans 6 and Romans 5, which actually contains both words. Putting free into free gift is cheapening it. Free just means with no strings attached nowadays. Salvation is a life-changing decision, not here's your free gift. We can't earn salvation, but Christianity and following Jesus will cost you. I don't think people are getting that about Christianity. They go up and they get their free gift of salvation and then they go back to life. I don't think people realize the worth of this gift of grace. 1 Corinthians 6, 17-20 says this, But whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. And may I add a high price. Therefore, Honor God with your bodies. First Peter two twenty one through twenty five says this. 
To this you were called, because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Now, go and read Romans 6. Stop the video and read it. We are saved by grace through faith and not of works. Salvation cannot be worked for, but it was never free. It is paid in full. Let's stop forgetting that we were bought at a price, a high price, and that living for Christ will cost us something and should cost us something. Not payment for salvation, but as our commitment to God. I challenge you this Christmas to realize that the gifts you receive were paid for. They're not free. Somebody put thought, money, energy into doing something for you. Maybe we'll start appreciating what people do for us and realize the high price that Jesus paid for us. We were made to love, we were made to give, the reason why we're here, the reason why he gave us life. We were made to show the love of Christ, we know this is why we're here, this is why he gave us life. So let his love shine through in everything we do, it's all for love.